Hi, my name is Micah Norgard, a yoga and meditation teacher in the Washington, D.C. area, and this is Sacred Exchange, a podcast that tells the stories of those that have set out to heal themselves in different modalities. Each guest will focus on what set them on their path to healing and the why and how of that practice. From yoga to the healing arts, this is a sacred exchange of methods and tools to heal. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sacred Exchange. Today, I'm joined by Claudia, who is one, a yoga teacher, but not just a yoga teacher. She was one of my yoga teachers through Vet Toga 200YTT and was just always, always smiling, always just there to support us, support us in guiding us through our movement, our experience, and just someone that was honestly just there. And so again, Claudia is being here for all of us today. And Claudia is going to talk to us about a lot of things, some generational trauma, the coming to yoga and just all these powerful tools and probably going to share a little bit of a practice. But before that, Claudia, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm so honored to be here. And thank you, Micah, for your beautiful energy and for allowing me to be part of this um, about how you know what yoga is doing for all of us and uh, so my um, I, as, as Micah said I'm a yoga teacher and um, I've been teaching for a few years and my main goal in teaching yoga was to bring it to populations to individuals who would not come to a yoga studio for some reason i never wanted to teach in a yoga studio um because i felt that people that are there they already committed at least 50 percent. they made it there right and my intention was to share these tools to individuals who would not want to go there for whatever reason because they were feeling inadequate or not good enough or didn't fit in or didn't have the right clothes and so forth and so kind of carry it on location and having to do the extra work for on myself to adapt to different environments to the non-perfect environment they didn't smell like incense or uh and the perfect temperature and, and, and safety and so forth and so i wanted to put myself in an uncomfortable and challenging situation inserting others through sharing the practice of yoga. And so my, my journey, really, my, my moment of awareness with yoga um, has come through my recognition that there was deep generational trauma in my family, uh, stemming from uh, World War II. My grandfather was in World War II, and it was... I was born and raised in Italy, sorry, this is my accent from, and he was part of the Italian army and he was sent to the Russian front during World War II. Came back, nobody knows what he's seen, but came back and became an alcoholic and incredibly violent and that affected my grandma's life, my mother's life, and all that um, trauma trickled down into, through you know our behavior, our actions, our way we respond to life trickle down definitely to myself as well. And uh, I never really realized <laughs> what was going on, uh, the sources of my anxieties and, and, and so forth. And through my yoga practice, without needing to talk about 
anything. Um, some of these cars started bubbling up through physical practice, but mostly through practicing pranayama, breath, you know, breath control and breathing techniques, and, and also really through the practice of yoga nidra. And again, all, all, of, all of this that has been working through my generation and through myself, it started to come up to the surface. And there were moments of it that were very uncomfortable, um, but also these moments of this physical discomfort as well as emotional were followed by moments of deep release that I could actually feel in my body in a way that I never felt before, as if a huge weight had been lifted. And being able to recognize what the practice was doing for me, uh, I definitely felt more inspired to share it with others. They may have been struggling with the same issues. And um, what brought me to work with some with specific populations that are trauma-informed was a conversation I had about six, six and a half years ago with this lovely gentleman and former um, Marine and probably my, the most influential yoga teacher I've had. His name is Justin Blazewski, and he's uh, the founder of Atoga. He and I met to just get to know each other. Uh, I wanted to onboard him as a yoga ambassador for what I was doing at the time professionally. And he shared with me his coming to yoga from his post-traumatic stress and his <clears throat> what he was dealing with physically and emotionally. In that conversation, I realized that I haven't realized that before, that my grandfather's behavior was determined by the deep trauma that he had during the war, something that nobody talked about it back then. PTSD wasn't a thing. <clears throat> and so I had this like, awareness, like, great, now I know why, and I know what's happening. And through Justin sharing his healing path and what it worked for, for him, um, I felt this visceral reaction to wanting to serve those populations. I wanted to connect with other veterans, train with other veterans, sharing experience and sharing myself in a vulnerable way so that we could, um, I could heal my grandfather's scars and I could begin to heal my generational scars, but also being able to pay it forward and serve others that have served the rest of us um, on their own terms in their own environment, in a way they work for them. Right, right. So you were, I mean, also I can say the same thing about Justin, um, was a large inspiration to myself as well, um, being a fellow Marine and going through all those experiences. And what you just, what you just said about sharing um, and him being able to share his story with you. And that's the whole point of this sacred exchange, right? Is the sharing of this story um, to inspire, to spark, and to motivate sometimes. And I'm, I'm really glad that we both have that same encounter with this wonderful yogi, Hanuman, um, mm -hmm. just beautiful being. Um, you, you, you mentioned about some of the tools and 
a couple of them, the pranayama, especially around the, the breath control and yoga nidra. I know those were two things that are in my um, man tool belt, as I like to call it, that I, I can snap out at any time and go, oh, I'm experiencing this. And I know that my breath is the most powerful thing that I can just instantly take that breath, remember it, check in with my energy, and then check in with that divinity, right? And breath was the first thing. And then it was really great that you mentioned yoga nidra, which I don't know if we'll have a, enough time to go deep into the nidra talk because I know there's a lot of nidra nerds out there that we could just go and go and go. But the breath control was honestly, that's the first thing I, I ever try to teach anyone I ever work with, whether it is in a studio or out of a studio. And can you tell me the first time you know, you not maybe you might not be able to get it down to the exact date or month, but maybe a general time frame of when you realized that breath control was really going to be the thing to assist you to get you back home. Yes, uh, absolutely, and it was about three, three and a half years ago, actually. Um, and it was right in the middle of the toga teacher training. And um, we were doing alternate nostril breathing, which I did not like at all at first. <laughs> it felt very artificial until I kind of felt more comfortable with the practice. And I just felt my breath softening, my, 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 my breathing um, becoming more comfortable and feeling this deep sense of physiological safety. For a lot of trauma-affected individuals and, and people with anxiety, due to that, um, we really, really need to feel, first and foremost, in the healing path, is this sense of physiological safety. Our, our physiological states, emotional state, mental state, and the breath pattern are all connected. Um, and therefore, having this tool in my tool belt that is accessible all the time, right? Because we always have access to our breath is one of the few, if not the only function that is both voluntary and involuntary that we can access that is directly connected to our state of mind, but also this sense of safety in the body that is taken away when you go through traumatic experiences. That was for me something uh, almost magical, <laughs> uh, something that I had control over that felt very empowering and very, um, very safe and allowed me to create this safe awareness where I could step back from a reactive um, point of view into a, a response to where I could watch from a neutral witness standpoint, what was happening, my thoughts, my emotions, my body sensations, and therefore detaching myself from thoughts, feelings, and body sensation that were affecting me. Hence my desire to share this tool. And um, in addition to serving veterans, I also, um, I, I really connected with the first responders population. So firefighters, public safety, and of course, with the firefighter population, the breath is life and death, right? Not only calms you down, but like being able to manage air 
in an efficient way allows you to be more efficient in your performance, but also really continue breathing um, and, and be able to do your job. And so I, I've seen that that is the practice that everybody can respond to. It's accessible, it's simple. You don't need to know any philosophy behind it. It's you and your body and just your awareness of it. Um, and so that's why that was the moment. And that's why I feel it is probably the most valuable tool that I share. And I, if I had to say anything, I would just say ditto because that is just truth. So much truth. The breath is the most powerful and you know, we, we have all these almost like poetic words of saying, oh, you took my breath away and so forth. And this is how our energetic, emotional body responds to that. Um, and to, to have the power in the moment where your breath is either taken away, whether it is through anxiety, which was in my case from the PTS uh, all the time, it would just be like, oh, a backfire. My breath is taken. I'm instantly shocked. I can't breathe. And that yoga, that especially the pranayama, the manipulation of breath, it, you're right. And we don't we don't shy away from the word magic on this show because sometimes it is just magic. And the breath is the most magical. Um, for me, I do a lot of elemental work. And what I mean by elemental work is the engagement of subtle body through the elements, earth, air, fire, water, and air is always invited no matter what whether you're invoking earth water or fire air is always there it's you know and i i go as far as saying it's the it's the first thing that we do when we enter into the physical world out of the womb and it's the last thing that we do before we return back to the earth so it is so 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 powerful and i'm so glad that you shared your spark of the breath right um and now, because I, I want to turn a little bit more now toward the now and to the future and I, these populations, because I myself, I didn't see myself teaching in a yoga studio. I, I do. And I love yoga studio classes, but my real passion is one on one working with emotions and finding creative ways to understand our selves and our teachers. And you found the population of like firefighters and first responders, can you tell me, like, you know, how have you seen this besides, like, you already gave a great example of the firefighters, um, you know, needing that breath control. Can you just share like another breath moment or maybe something now, and then just share a little bit about your future with this? Um, in terms of like <laughs> breath moment, working with um, my first responders? Yeah, most definitely. Um, and I have, Yes, I mean, it, it is probably the easiest way for everybody to access. And there's not one like seminal moment, but, you know, when we start a practice and maybe they come back from, I go teach at the stations and sometimes they can be out of service, like sometimes they're not. And so interesting enough, if, if, you know, if they get a call, they go. And if it's short, they come back and they come back on the mat. And, um, or they've just come back from a call before our class. And so very simply, we just do some belly breathing and just, just 
physically putting you know their hands on the lower belly and just noticing the you know expansion and contraction of the abdomen as they breathe in and out just really focusing just on body sensation i've seen that that really helps bringing down the nervous system to to the way that it's you know it's a place where it's more manageable um but i have to say not to go back to that <laughs> but i do Yoga Nidra has become the tool that they request the most. Um, at first, when I started teaching it, and I'll explain a little bit about Yoga Nidra, but simply put, it's an ancient uh, practice that's been around since the Upanishads, so thousands of years, that, um, you know, it's been decoded differently by, you know, different psychologists and yoga teachers, but the, the, the bottom line is the same. The practice has been around forever. And simply put, is a series of mindful meditation techniques um, that allows, allow you to take the brain from the beta wavelength to when we are awake into alpha, where we start falling asleep, alpha, theta, when we get into REM, and even theta and delta, where our Wave the, the wavelength of our brain waves is like the, the, the slowest possible. It's similar to like a coma, but you're not in a coma. And that's in those states, deep states, that's where our, our, our brain releases a lot of like neurochemicals like GABA, melatonin, and um, that allows us to restore our body, our brain to a state of balance. And without knowing it, allows us to release deep-seated scars in a way that it's natural and um, just by trusting the wisdom of our body we're able again to work through our traumas uh, in the most natural way possible and it's very healing and because of the sheer restorative effects of the practice populations like my first responders that have interrupted sleeping patterns they get a huge benefit from it. Um, they say that, you know, through, through testing, three hours, sorry, 45 minutes of yoga nidra is the equivalent of three hours of sleep. So if you think about all the lack of sleep <laughs> that, um, that happens in, in the first responder population, it, again, from a sheer physical standpoint, it's incredibly valuable. So when I first started teaching it, I wouldn't even call it yoga nidra. I would say, we're just going to do a guided relaxation. And then somebody found out that it was called yoga nidra. And now I literally get text messages or walk in the station and they're like, God, yeah, we need some nidra today. I'm like, fine, great. Good to go. So, and, and breathing techniques are a big part of the yoga nidra practice. So it plays again back into it, uh, the going back to the breath. Uh, to access deeper layer in our unconscious and subconscious um, through breathing techniques. It's just um, quite remarkable. Quite remarkable, the power of yoga nidra. Being a practitioner and teacher myself, I have seen the changes within. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're pretty remarkable. Uh, at least they were for me. <laughs> and... Um, I could only, you know, I could only look back at my time in the military and the time especially deployed. I, I just wish I would have had some of these tools, um, especially breath control, like breath control would have been a lifesaver to talk about, you know, 
tying everything together because breath control is just it's so vast, right? We, we could talk about all the different breathing techniques. We could talk about all the bandhas and all those other sorts. But for an everyday person that may not have ever practiced yoga, may never have been taught um, any type of breathing techniques, what is, a, what is an easy way for the listeners to find this, do I dare say, breath magic um i think for me going back to belly breathing and simply concentrating focusing on the expansion and contraction of the abdomen as you breathe in and out and simply counting the breath just to keep the exhalations a little longer than the inhalations uh it's it's very simple, very accessible, and again, has an immediate effect on the nervous system. And so just to practice, so if you're going to take a few moments to simply find a comfortable position, seated, and just feeling the body sitting on a chair or on the floor. And if you're comfortable with it, just begin to close your eyes. And we're gonna take a full inhalation, exhaling with a deep sigh. And again, take a full inhalation, exhale with a deep sigh. And if you're comfortable with it, you can bring both hands on the lower abdomen and take a moment to notice the sensation, the contact of the palms of the hands on the abdomen. And with your next inhalation, feeling the belly, feeling the expansion of the belly. And with your next exhalation, feeling the belly gently contracting, emptying. Again, inhale. Feel the belly, exhale, and allow the belly to completely empty. Now breathing in, fill your lungs from bottom to top as if you were filling a glass of water. And as you breathe out, empty your lungs from top to bottom, as if you were emptying a glass of water. And let your breath be slow and steady. Simply observing the movement of your abdomen and chest as you continue to breathe in and out. On your next inhalation, we're gonna breathe for one, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, 
Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. And continue on your own for a few more breathing cycles. Letting the exhalation be longer than the inhalation. Letting the entire process of breathing be the vehicle for deepening your relaxation. And bringing your attention to the movement of your abdomen and chest as you breathe in and out. With each breath in, fill every nerve and cell with pulsating, healing energy. With each breath out, Release any tension in your body and anticipations in your mind. Let go. With the next breath in, visualize your body renewed and revitalized with new life. Empty your body and mind and enter deeper levels of stillness and silence. Now breathe normally and be still. Simply feel all the tension in your mind and tightness in your muscles melt away. And let go. Let go even more. And now slowly you can bring some movement back to your hands and feet, your arms and legs. And if it feels good, you can even bring your arms above your head and give yourself a nice long stretch like you just woke up from a restful sleep. And as you release your hands on your thighs or on your knees, just take a few moments to simply notice the effects of this practice in your body, in the softness of the breath. And know that you can always come back to this space whenever you need to or whenever you want to. And when you're ready, you can simply open your eyes and reconnect to the space and 
the light around you. And thank you for sharing this practice with me. Thank you. And um, yes, I just want to thank you again, Micah, for allowing me to be part of this wonderful initiative, this wonderful conversation. And um, yeah, just to share with everybody the yoga practice is effective because it's simple. And we already have all the tools that we need inside of us. It's just a matter of slowing down a little bit and then just notice our power, notice our ability to heal ourselves to very simple practices like our breathing. Claudia, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing the practice, sharing a little bit about your story and kind of coming to yoga and coming to the, the breath awareness, which is so powerful, so amazing. For our listeners, how can they get a hold of you? How can they follow you? How can they find out if they want to know more about breath awareness? They want to know more about generational trauma or even just serving the, the populations that you serve. How can they get a hold of you? I, I can be reached through um, my website. Uh, I also work with a lot of corporate clients taking uh, bringing yoga to uh, the workplace. And my website is called um, Workwell. It's W-R-K-W-E-L-L. And um, through that, you can contact. And as always, we'll include all that information in the show notes below. So people will be able to click on it and or you'll be able to click on it, listeners, and uh, reach out to Claudia. Claudia, is there a way that you would like to say goodbye to the listeners? Keep it simple. Yoga is very simple and yoga is already inside each one of us. Um, the way to access it for me is to try to still um, the chatter that's going on in my mind and find that space to connect with, with who I am and who you all are, your, your authentic self. And again, go back to the breath. The breath allows you to connect to that true nature that it's always there and it's it brings you unity and wholeness. And it's a practice, so it's not going to happen overnight. It's, it's, it's something that we all need to do daily to take care of ourselves. Um, but you don't need anything else. Everything is inside of you. So just look inside and it's all there. Again, Claudia, thank you so much for sharing your light, sharing your story. Um, listeners, you know what to do. Rate, review below, and until next time. Thanks for listening to the Sacred Exchange podcast. Make sure you leave a review and comments below. And if you were inspired and felt the call to share a part of your healing story, use the email in the description and reach out. Until next time, keep unraveling, keep learning, and remember your breath, your energy, and divinity.